Welcome to the Media Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vatabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. And I got into a bit of a thing this week, Kenton. <laughs> I gave you a bit of a preview before we started recording, but uh, I made some people angry on Twitter this week, and I know that's not an unusual thing. Inherently, Twitter is full of people who are angry. But and they didn't express anger to me on Twitter. Okay, let me start from the beginning. Okay, let's see. What did you tweet? Uh, what did we tweet? start? Then? Well, it started with another tweet from uh, Tyler Walsh, who's uh, Winnipeg Free Press. Yes, and he's the uh, web guy. I don't know his official title, but he works with the website and does all their technical stuff. Super nice guy. I've met him at different college things where we've consulted with them about stuff. So he tweets out. Um, this is concerning the coverage of the uh, opening of True North Square, which was something that happened here in Winnipeg. It was something they opened up a new thing. Mm-hmm. Press was there to cover it. Blah blah blah. And so Tyler tweets, at CBC Manitoba is doing some, he uses the thumbs up emoji, in case you can't see that, thumbs up journalism these days, but doesn't even compare in quality of visuals and page layout versus Winnipeg News. I saw that tweet. I saw the tweet. Which one do you want to read more? And I saw you say, I choose the free one. Yes. And I, yeah. he, but the thing is, he linked to both. So he says that he links to both, and so he's inviting people to compare. Is that not how you would take that? Which he he asked, which, which one would you, would you rather more, do? More. And you answered the question. Yes, that he posed. Yes. In, by the way, in, in <laughs> by the way, in comedy, they often say if you ask a question, you must by definition wait for an answer. Well, he didn't get. He didn't. It was like three days later when he he got he his got answer. around to it. Yeah, he didn't, <laughs> he didn't check his Twitter feed. So he. Uh-oh. He says, uh, I said, here's what I said. I said, I got to be honest. I retweeted him and I said, I got to be honest, the free one, right? Which is a dig at their paywall. And I, it was because that comment really kind of rubbed me the wrong way as far as like just comparing the two. It's not the same thing. Even comparing CBC with an, any other private media company is not the same thing. They are a publicly funded uh, corporation. Um, so Tyler responds to me a couple days later. What was this? This was on. Let me guess. Is it about taxpayers, or is it about, yeah. or is it about you're a Crecom instructor? No, he Where says, does it start? It's about taxpayers. Okay, goes, yeah. well, you're actually paying for both. And then I thought, okay, and I can be really snarky, and I was in a snarky mood, so I'm like, currently I'm only paying for one. <laughs> I'm paying, not paying for the free press. Ah, uh, ooh. Uh, oh. And then I said, as long as I have to pay, might as well make a use of it. <laughs> and he liked that tweet, but after that, um, got into this thing about. Um, actually, he didn't really respond. James, our, our colleague James, responded very nice, politically correct uh, invest, uh, tweet about how it's worth the $16 a month to do great work and all that other stuff, which I completely appreciate. They're doing fine work. I My issue is I just don't like the paywall. That's my issue, right? It would be shared more without a paywall. Exactly. That's, more people that... would see that work without the paywall. Right. It's beyond dispute, I'd say, that that's the case. But it's also beyond dispute that they need to make money. But that's right. I mean, we how many times have we had that? Conversation? We have many, many times. A thousand times. Like, so yeah. then I then our friend Darren jumped in, and I thought this was awesome because um, he says an individual Canadian pays about thirty five dollars a year through taxation for CBC. He is a a, a big supporter of the CBC. Um, you know, our public broadcaster is something we need to have in this country. And uh, and so when any, anytime anybody comes at at anybody with the argument of oh they're just you know you're paying for it with your taxpayer dollars he says yeah but we're getting our money's worth because they do a great job they do great journalism great well maybe not great TV programming but you know one out of three two out of three ain't bad uh, the radio is good the t- the uh, the journalism is good the TV program is awful but they'll get back there on today's Jake Johansson podcast by the way one of my favorite comics uh, who got started in the 80s and deserved to have his own Seinfeld show but somehow slipped under the radar is Jake Johansson who now tours opening for Russell Peters of all things wow. yeah 
Did you know that? No, I didn't. That's why I was like, oh, Russell Peters is coming to town. And I used to I used to see I used to work with Russell Peters at Rumors. And so I, I like I'm not, I don't want to pay a million dollars to see Russell Peters when I sat in a bar with him. You know what I mean? That's kind of got that element. Yep. But if Jake Johansson were opening, I'd be interested. But in any case, Jake Johansson on his podcast today uh, was talking to another comic. And he, they both said, like, when they come up to Canada, they really like the news coverage of the Ameri- of what's going on in America because it's dispassionate, <laughs> because it's separated. Yeah. It's outside looking in. So they say, like, oh, like, that's the way to do it, the way the Canadians do it. But the problem is that it's – it's not just we report from the outside looking in. We're literally on the outside looking in. Not, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not It's not like that is how we report all news. Yeah. Like, I certainly see on the 24-hour news channel for CBC and CTV, like, they're doing the talking heads as well. Yeah, they it's, are. It's, it's not unknown to them. But uh, it was sort of nice to hear. the Jake Johan- By the way, the Jake Johansson podcast is called Jake This. If, and it's the most recent one, if anybody is interested in oh, hearing good, it. I like good. his podcast. Okay. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, but yeah, so you made people mad. But, yeah, and that's it. But, you that's know, the end you of the story. Well, so listen. I'm, I guess the question for me is, should I, um, and maybe this is the issue, uh, as a creative communications instructor, as a representative of this program, should I not be critical of the media in that way? Uh, was I out of place? No, well, look, here's the thing. I don't think so. Because, I mean, anybody's free to weigh in. I mean, last year I had my students in PR class research. I had them read a big report on what's happening in the media, which I'm sure they appreciated. But I made them read it. <laughs> and then part of what they had to do is summarize what they read in the report. And that's just a reality. Uh, like, you know, they had to come up with recommendations based on the reality. And the reality is that it's true. People don't like paywalls. They want to read the article. They want to have to – like, I know, even with even with Instagram – Okay, when I'm in Twitter, this week Sly Stallone tweeted, just started shooting, and I'm like, it's got to be Rambo. So mm-hmm. I click on it, but i got to sign into Instagram once I've clicked on the Twitter I hate link. I that, yeah. Yes, and I'm like, forget it. And then I, so See, then. That's that's an Instagram issue, though. Yeah. Right? Well, it, well, there. It should, be, it should be switching it to your app on your phone instead of having you do it on the web browser. Right, So you, but you, but you must, and it's a barrier that I'm not willing to do, so I just go to the Instagram app, I look, and there's Rambo dressed like a cowboy for no apparent reason. <laughs> He's a cowboy in this one. So, but, but in any case, if only, if all I had was, was the, was be, being able to link through the Twitter app, I just would have chosen not to look at it. Yeah. So that, that's not somebody who's being subsidized by anyone except movie studio. <laughs> all right, so. But so it, this this there's parallels to other things online that are that we can remove, you know, that are we can remove the politics from. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So I don't think you're wrong to say it. I mean, sometimes I recently I responded to a student on Joke Journal, and I thought I was being funny. And the more like as the day wore on and nobody liked it, I was like, huh, huh, could this have been, <laughs> could this have been? Mi-? And I put the Joke Journal hashtag on mine too. Yeah. And I was like, that makes it funny. Well, and it's it clear that it's a right. joke. Well, as the day wore on, I was like, maybe not. And then <laughs> I was like, maybe it's not funny. So then I was going to delete it. And I'm like, well, if I delete it, that's like going that that then makes that look worse. It makes it look like I responded in anger and right. then deleted it after. So I was like, I'll leave it. And there it is in the ether. And who cares? Nobody. I just think nobody cared as opposed to people got mad. Right, right. And But I did mean I like I did think I was telling a joke. And you just answered a question that somebody posed. Yeah. So it's the same kind of idea. But I mean, it, it was he was posing the question, but what kind of answer was he expecting? That's the real question. And as far as I know, I'm the only person who responded to him. So, you know, like that's, 
I guess he's expecting somebody to say, wow, you're right, it is great journalism. But that person, in order to see that, would have had to sign up and click through and that, that paywall barrier is going to be there and they're not going to actually look at it. Right. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm talking about as far as... Well, anyway, uh, here's another equivalent. Our offices are on the second floor of the building in which we work, and they are locked to all comers from all sides. The only way to get to our offices is to walk down a narrow little staircase for which there is a gatekeeper. And the gatekeeper first must call to make sure we're there. So there's barrier number one. Mm -hmm. Oh, and sometimes that, that office door is closed. Yes, sometimes. So there's barrier number one. Then there's a gatekeeper, barrier number two. There's a little stairwell down a, a treacherous flight of stairs, barrier number three. And then there's finding where we actually sit and work, barrier number four. That's four paywalls we have to come see us <laughs> at Red River College. It's the same thing. It's the it's the non-digital equivalent of stopping people from doing actually what you want them to do. Yeah, yeah. You know? Don't let the haters get you down. Okay. I don't you think, think, you think Rambo's, like, retired as a rancher? Do you think that's what's <laughs> happening there? You think that's? I bet you that's what it is. He's retired. Yeah. He's been working as a rancher for his entire life. Now he's going to get sucked back into the, the mess of whatever it is he has to do for the film. And no doubt, this could be something like, you know, crazy guy with a compound and holding people hostage. It could be something like that. I was thinking like, or Western. You yeah, know, someone's got to have. Somebody's got to put the yeah. red bandana on yeah. and and uh, get the big. I guarantee you, we're going to get this scene in the movie, and that is, I am a simple rancher. Please go in peace. And then the guy going like, "What's the matter? Don't you care for how we're talking to you?" And he shoves Rambo. Rambo's hey, like, what do you mean? Yeah, I'm a simple. I'm just trying to make my ranch. I'm trying to take care of my cows. Here. What are you doing? I don't All I wanted was a glass of water. The classic <laughs> kung fu. I just want a glass of water. And then they won't leave well enough alone. And he kicks everybody's yeah, he kills ass. Everybody for from, sure. Right from here to kingdom come. Yeah. And. uh uh, he can't go back to uh, Vietnam because he killed everybody there in the last movie. So I think this is probably going to be Rambo kills everyone in Wyoming. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Devil's Tower. <laughs> Maybe he kills some aliens yeah, as well. There the you movie. go. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get into the nerd right. news. Nerd news. This week we saw a trailer for, uh, you know, get the Oscar buzz going, uh, a trailer for Vice. Uh, did you see it? No, I know it exists, but okay, I did let's not watch see it. Let's it. watch it. Um, because it's Christian Bale. This is uh, um, Adam McKay. Same people that did the big short, basically. We'll, we'll watch it here. What do you say? I want you to be my VP. I want you. You're my vice. Well, George, I, uh, <laughs> I'm the CEO of a large company. I have been Secretary of Defense, and I have been White House Chief of Staff. The Vice Presidency is a mostly symbolic job. Uh -huh. However, if we came to a uh, different understanding, I can handle the more mundane jobs overseeing bureaucracy, military, energy, and uh, foreign policy. Yeah, right. I like that. I got a plan. I know the direction. The lay of the land. When you have power, people will always try to take it from you, always. No, no, nothing can break, no, nothing can break me down. I'm the man. Are you even more ruthless than you used to be? Right. 
So we're gonna do this thing or what? I mean, is this happening? I believe we can make this work. <laughs> Hot damn. Wow. What do you think? Well, the makeup's good. Uh, well, there's not makeup. He, he gained 40 pounds for that role. What? That, this is a Robert De Niro Rage Bull situation. He gained a ton of weight to play Dick Cheney. Christian Bale we're talking about here. That's so crazy. I think that's got the Oscar buzz. Like you've always said, Hollywood loves a transformation. <laughs> they do. This is the best one I've seen in a long time. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I actually couldn't – I knew right away what we were looking at in yep. terms of the subject matter, yep. which is kind of fun. For a minute – I thought Sam Rockwell was the guy from Idiocracy. Ah. That guy, and I was like, "That's Jack, perfect." Talk Jack about Shepherd? type, yeah, type, yeah, 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 yeah. Talk about typecasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was him for just a second, but yeah, that actually looks. No, good. They, I bet you they looked at Sam Rockwell's performance in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy because he was basically doing a George Bush imitation in that as Zappa Beeblebrox. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is the one, and I don't know if it's just because they have like uh, the awesome Arcade Fire song in there as well, and, yeah. and that kind of stuff. Like it's a, it's a good trailer. It's an interesting look. It's a whole like Steve Carell is is Donald Rumsfeld. That's going to be interesting. That bugs when I well, see Steve Carell in serious roles. I almost always don't want to go see that movie. He's done There's it for a while now. Yeah, like, I know. I, I didn't actually see the one he was nominated for. Was the one where Foxcatcher? Yeah, I didn't see that one. I saw it, and once again. I, I never buy him in those roles, but okay. He's almost exclusive. I don't think he's done a comedy for a while. No, but he's I, almost exclusive doing serious stuff now. To me, he just seems like Steve Carell trying not to tell jokes. That's what I see <laughs> when I see him in the movie. That's what she said. Wasn't he the romantic lead with uh, Ellen DeGeneres in that ill-advised film no, way back when? Mr. Who was that? Mr. Wrong? You think was of? that it? With Ellen DeGeneres, it was. He did one with. Uh, that wasn't him. No, Ellen. Uh, the one with uh, Ellen DeGeneres was Bill Pullman. Was it? Bill Pullman was Mr. Oh. Wrong. Um, the one you're <laughs> Was he ever, of, as it turns out? You're thinking of Blind Date with Tina Fey. Uh, that was that was Steve Carell and Tina Fey. That was not great either. That was the, that Oh, was, that yeah, is what I'm yeah. thinking. Well, talk about two movies with the same plot. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's probably a thousand movies with that plot. So I mean it's I just, I still think it looks like a good movie. They love the the it's a like a, a look hard look at American politics and and uh, I think it's obviously you can see uh, some scenes where he's younger and skinnier. Mm -hmm. So obviously he play, it's like a life story of Dick Cheney and what it's about. I hate the title. I hate the like why I call it Vice. Nobody calls the vice president Vice. When you first said it to me, I was thinking um, Vice News yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah. That's or, what we vice, or Vice, yeah. like a vice of something. Like yeah. you have a vice, like a, I like guess a habit. Veep was taken. Veep was taken, and <laughs> VP doesn't sound as good. No VP, um, but they could have called it Cheney or something. Yeah, I would have. I would have. I would have rather had that. Dick. Dick. <laughs> That's been taken. <laughs> That's been taken. There's yeah. a movie called Dick about Nixon. Richard Nixon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dick, number two, Bush. Dick to Bush. <laughs> You listening, Hollywood? <laughs> no, that's terrible. All right, this is a oh, story wow. that I would normally stay, say for Star Wars nerds, yeah. but it's so exciting I couldn't wait a week for us to record mm -hmm. that. So we have our first uh, look at the new Star Wars series. This is the one being produced by John uh, Favreau. It's called The Mandalorian, and so we have a still image from it. Uh, and this is about uh, a Mandalorian. Did you know that this is what it was about? Uh, not until this week, okay. when this news so, leaked. Because we, yeah. we knew that Favreau was doing a series, but we didn't know what it was about. So now we have, um, this is the live action series that's going to be on their new streaming service coming out. Uh, I don't know when the series comes out, probably next year, but the uh, streaming service is launching in December. And yeah, it says it will tell the story of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy, far from the authority of the New Republic. It takes place between the original trilogy and the new trilogy. So sometime between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens is when this is happening. I would have rather they've gone back, but maybe it doesn't matter. 
Um, it, it's, uh, well, it's it's apparently it looks to me really outside the scope of the normal Star Wars bubble that we usually live in. Yeah. So what what do you think? Well, I mean, I know in the little promo thing, they're like, you are you're familiar with Boba and Django, so you're gonna wanna watch the Mandalorian or something like that. This is Boba Fett, though, right? <laughs> That's what you think it is. You think it's Boba Fett? Well, we're gonna finally see the guy jetpack his ass out of the Sarlacc pit. It's going to be now. I mean, it, uh, yeah. Hey. It has to be. Why else would it be set then? The Mandalorian. Yeah. You that, think it's going to be revealed like the first episode? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe the first season finale? You well, think? do you think? It has to be, doesn't I, it? It didn't even occur to me until you said it. It didn't even occur to me. See, the, I was like, there's only the time works, the timing works. It does, yeah. The what would make John Favreau super pumped. Yeah, to, to direct Boba Fett series. They had a script for a movie. Why isn't anybody did they saying not, this? Did they not have a script? They for did. A Boba yeah, yeah, they did. So I, I think, um, I, I think they're saying it's not Boba Fett. I think that's what they're saying, but I think it is Boba Fett. It is. Oh my god, it, I think you're right. Even the picture of him. Yeah, it looks just like yeah. him. It looks like a kind of a newer version of his armor, but right. But he's looking. But it looks like Django's helmet. I mean, who knows? But he really, the pose. The whole thing. Oh man! Okay, you're right. So let's also just say if it's if that's not Boba Fett we're looking at, well then that's the guy who pulls him out of the pit. Okay, like there, like <laughs> he came, he's come There's to gotta Tatooine. Be a Boba, Boba Fett's got to be involved. Yeah. you're right. You're right. He's come to Tatooine. Of us, none yeah. of us really believe that he died when he fell into that pit. We all loved Boba Fett so much that we always wanted. There's been many, many. Um, did they even bring him back in the comic books or no? I don't know if they did or not. But certainly um, there's been many, many uh, bits. I remember uh, uh, Patton Oswalt did this awesome uh, thing on, on uh, Parks and Rec where he did this monologue and it involved Boba Fett's gloved hand coming out of the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. That's the opening shot of the new trilogy and all this other stuff. So it, I'm sure fans would love it. I think fans would love it if that was the case. It'd be good and for I, business. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they would not say that, though. Or Boba Fett's armor played a role in that th that book we didn't was, care yeah, too much there for. Was that yeah. Interludes. No, what was that called again? What well, was called um, Aftermath, the first Aftermath yeah. book with those so, interludes. There is a discussion in there about Mandalorian armor that had been that was on the black market that had been seared by the acid, acid of a Sarlacc yeah, pit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so at the very least, we know. There's been a hint that he escaped. That's the hint, and there's all, and that would explain some new armor. It would potentially. Wow, that's it just what I blew think. my mind, man. I had no idea. But I don't know. But it. I might be wrong. Like, there's probably ten thousand geeks or more out there going, "No way." <laughs> so we'll see. All right. But I think it has to be. Um, last story: Michael Moore is receiving an award from the Critics' Choice. Something Critics Choice Awards, mm -hmm. I guess. Uh, Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, now his latest film, Fahrenheit 11.9, has been out for a few weeks now. Did you go see it? I did. Uh, what would you th What did you think? I loved it. Yeah, it's not doing very well, I guess. But people are kind of comparing it to nine Fahrenheit 9.11, and that was a different time. No movie can do as well in this in today's market. But I think on opening weekend, it made three million. Like for a documentary, for a documentary that's good. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. But people are like, "Oh, the last one made all this oh. money." But I mean, that was like. That that time when that film yeah. came out, it was really this catalyzing thing. That, and nobody really seems to care as much about this now. Well, you know what part of it is, uh, and and he makes a calculated risk in the film, which uh, which is he he can't break news on this guy because every day is a new nightmare of a new nightmare <laughs> news cycle. Toilet paper so stuck unless, to his foot this morning. What's that? Trump had toilet paper stuck to his foot this morning. Oh, that's perfect. So there you go. <laughs> every every day. 
and that and that's the least that's of his the- shit problems <laughs> of the shit storm. But he but he um, you know, like because of that, Michael Moore tends to, like he focuses on now what do we do right. a little bit more. So the opening. I don't know half hour or something is all trump all the time but then after that he talks to some he talks to one of the funniest interviews is this super tough guy democrat from uh i think uh, uh, uh from his home state i believe i think that's right michigan right and and we're and the guy's basically like if anybody says otherwise i'll fight him in the street and by the way my campaign manager is this guy who drives a truck and if anyone says anything about him he'll fight you in the street oh, and, and michael moore's like now i gotta fight two people in the street like it's funny <laughs> it's funny but but it's good it's really a good film i mean i don't like trump and i i sat there and watched the film and it made me feel a little better there's okay. hope. There's hope in the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll have to go see it for that way. Anyway, no, no, it's worth he's it. He's receiving it. a Lifetime Achievement Award. And so this is obviously not just for this film. He's also, you know, made Roger and Me, Bowling for Columbine, Sicko, uh, Capitalism, A Love Story, and Where to Invade, which are all films uh, that I, I quite liked. Yeah. I like Michael Moore. I think he's funny and he's got an interesting way of looking at things. So this is just the story is that he's just receiving this award. Uh, it's happening. When is it happening? Next month, November tenth, mm. November tenth in New York. So there you go. He's getting some recognition. Remember when he did, remember when he made his Oscar speech when he won for Fahrenheit yeah. 11 and he's like they had to kick him off the stage because he was like, I don't know, was protesting something. Or he was a call to arms. Yeah, really, it was yeah. really good. Yeah. Very, very exciting. That's when you like watching the Oscars when that kind of stuff happens. And he brought up all the other nominees with him too. If I'm that's not right, mistaken. that's right. Yes, yeah, did. yeah. Everybody loves uh, that. Everyone does because yeah. that just shows how. And we, you know, we all decided no matter who won, we'd come up here. Like they all knew he was going to win. <laughs> Right, we'll all come up here and we'll like sh- we'll we're all in this together. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, I think I mean it would be fun. I I wonder he'll probably get a nomination. Oh, I'm sure he'll get a nomination. Yeah. I don't know if he'll win. Depends on what else is, is yeah. nominated, but he'll get a nomination. For it sure. is a very well made film. There's no doubt about it. Like it it breezes by. Like I couldn't believe it when the film was over. Okay. I was like, holy! Like it's a longer film too. Yeah. I think I think it's more. Than it's two over hours? two hours. I think okay. it is maybe by a bit. But it just breezes right by. It's quick. It's like, cool. it's like a fast two hours, no doubt. All right, that's going to do it for the Nerd News. When we come back, we're going to talk about annoying phrases. Words, phrases, expressions, online and in person. That really piss. That, that make off. That irritate us. <laughs> us. Maybe you two. Together. No, no, I agree. Okay. All right, we'll be right back. You're it. You're it. You're it. Quitsies. Any quitsies. You're it. Quitsies. No, any quitsies. No startsies. You can't do that. Can't do. Cannot. Stamped it. Can't do. Double stamped it. No erases. Cannot. Triple stamped it. No erases. Touch no, blue. Make it no, through. No. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. Lord, you can't triple stamp a double stamp. Lord, Lord, you guys. Enough. Hey. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? All right, welcome back to the Media Nerds Podcast. Now we're talking, these are, how do we tie this into the media? Because we're supposed to be talking about media on this podcast. Well, there is, there's an organization in the U.S. that announces to great fanfare every year. The, the words most, of the year, yeah. The, yeah, and yeah. the most irritating expression, I think right. it usually is, of yeah. the year. And so I'm inspired by that. So I keep a running list of stuff that I see that just grates me. That, that when I, the second I see it or hear it, I'm like, I think I hate that. And there's a per- there's a great kids in the hall sketch with the guy who becomes obsessed with individual words. Have you seen that? I don't remember. Where he that he one. gets called in. I think it's. Let me think for a second. Dave Foley calls in Bruce McCullough into his office. He's like, the men on the loading dock can't take it anymore. What is it, sir? Williams, there have been some complaints about your use of language on the docks. 
If this is about yesterday, sir, yes, I did use a few blue words, a few cuss words, but as soon as I ascertained that the mix-up had been corrected, what no, I did was... No, Williams, it's not your swearing that I'm getting complaints about. It's the fact that you used the word ascertain too much. Really? Yes, apparently you use it an average of two to three hundred times daily. Well, I do, but so other few words fit. Well, it's driving the men crazy, okay? Sir, I ascertain that these men are just jealous of my command of the English language. Well, perhaps, but I suggest that just to keep things running smoothly down in the dock, so you humor me by limiting yourself to these four work-related phrases. Good morning, fellas. Hand me that thing. Boy, this works hard. Guys, breaks over. With the online world, we see that more than ever. Like, yeah. for everything that irritates me, other people look at it and they're like, that's the word for me. I'm yeah. going to keep using it. So what's on your list? All right. Do you want all 15? Let's How do you just start do one at a time. We'll talk about them and then hash them out. I hate it when people say birthday twin when somebody has the same birthday as them. <laughs> I, I hate say it. That. Really? It's I don't gross. think I've ever heard that. That's, oh, no, I've been that seeing seems it. like a bad. Yeah, I would, that would pretty much annoy me. I've been I'm birthday seeing twins it more. With, I'm birthday twins with Saddam Hussein. I think mine's Leonard Cohen. I'm pretty sure September. <laughs> my 21st. brother's is Hitler. So we've got. We're oh my god! <laughs> the dictators in our family. His birthday twin. <laughs> I love it. Oh, in that case, I think I like it. That's right. My birthday twin is Hitler. That's perfect. That's right. So my second one is just the word blockchain. What does it? What does it mean? I don't. I, I think I have a vague idea of it's what it, to do with, it has to do with the currency, cryptocurrency, right? Right, and it's gross and yucky, and let's stop saying it. Blockchain, blockchain, and people who say it are very irritating to begin with. I find. I think it's those people who understand what that stuff is, and they 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 think they hang it of, over they us. They hate highly of themselves because they understand yeah. what cryptocurrency is, and those of us who don't understand are like, uh, yeah, yeah. they got to do the Brutal. blockchain. Okay, sure. um, then I have this is a news one. The teacher did the only thing she knew how. She corrected the grammar in Trump's speech. So the only way she knew how is a journalism trope that comes up all the time. It never makes sense. And it's like, really, a grammar teacher doesn't know any other way other than to correct grammar? No, you're <laughs> right. Like, it is a trope. It's like yeah. they're looking for a, a, a – I, I do this all the time. When I'm marking assignments for students, I will call them out on stuff like that. When yeah. it's like you're, you're just using more words to say what you want. She did what she wanted. To, like yeah. say it in a, in a much simpler way. You don't have to have yeah. all those words. I'm a radio person, so I'm all about cutting out extra words. And that's yeah. a bunch of extra words that you don't need to say. It's not – and it isn't the only way she knew how. You just have to say the teacher corrected it's, his grammar. That's all you have to say. Or – she does what she does. She did to him what she does to students, which is correct their grammar. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So I hate that. I just there's, hate there's it. definitely a better way of saying that. For I, sure. Okay, here's my next one. I hate it when people say that's inside baseball. When you when you when you for anything. So so like our discussion our discussion about the Mandalorian. Well well that's a little inside baseball for me. Like meaning too complicated and esoteric. What, but what is it what is the meaning of it? What is that's the what it origin? Inside it mean, baseball? It means it means People going like people who know baseball so well that they can discuss the fine, minute points, but uh, but it blocks out general fans from the discussion. So that's a little inside baseball. Okay, here's my next one. This, period. <laughs> this, period. Oh, you know what? When people tweet that and then they yeah. like, have an image or a gif or something yeah. that. Oh, okay. I hate it. Yeah. This. Who cares? What about this? What are you saying about this? So I type. I, I sometimes I'll use an exclamation point. Is that is that annoying? 
I don't. Uh, maybe, I something? actually think in that case it's a little better. Okay. The this with a period is pretentious. <laughs> it's like it's like this mic drop. Look at me. Look how important I am. Like I hate it. Okay. I hate this. Okay. I hate. And I'm, I, I include this in the same one. The pre-workout and or the Friday vibes. Is that music we're talking about? Like no, it's just music. It is just an excuse to post a selfie. Oh, okay. pre-workout well, vibes. We we all know your your opinion on selfies. We've gone over the. Well, no, but this that. isn't about the selfie. Okay, this is the excuse to post a selfie under the guise of vibes. I hate it. Vibes meaning music. No, v- meaning all oh, be feelings. The f- oh, all, yeah, I'm feeling well, the vibes today. All yes. the feels isn't in here, but it should be. Oh, that should be for okay. sure. Yeah. Okay, so let's add that. Um, I hate current mood. That goes with the <laughs> selfie too. Who cares? And by the way, I you don't like, need. I felt like saying that this morning, though. You don't need the word current. I don't. Mood. 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 Or says even it just all, an emoji. Yeah. That's what emojis are for. Okay. For, just, for conveying your mood. I also hate. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Or even just right. Right. Yeah. It's it's, yeah, it's become shortened to right, but right as a question is a weird. Uh, I don't care for it. Okay. Um, mystery box. <laughs> now that JJ's directing again. Oh, I just can't take it. Like, is it possible to write an article about JJ without the words mystery box? When did, in he, it? When did he say that? That was like, I don't know. back in the day when he was doing Lost, I want to think. It's or just, it was g- pre Star Wars for sure. Oh, it gives me a headache yeah. when, when I see it. It's that, like, that, all, that, that phrase became kind of connected to Lost because that was what Lost was all about was the mystery box. But yes. people use it's, it's like outside the box, which is yeah, more, oh. it's a much, much older phrase. Right. But, uh, but certainly it's the same kind of a thing. We just don't like boxes. Well, Forget the boxes. He, I like Star Wars. He's directing Star Wars, and we're hearing mystery box, like it amps it up. By a mile, the words mystery. Well, and, and the meaning of it is that we don't know what there's something in the film that we don't know. It's mysterious. Reveal slowly. Yes, so yes. Be, right. All that yeah. stuff. Okay. I hate. Um, I'm still processing blank. I'm still processing something. Well, why don't you just tweet after it's been processed? How about that? Processing. Still processing proce- data. Right. I'm so, a robot. I hate that idea. I hate that you have to tweet that you're still processing something. Process it and then tweet your opinion. Okay. All right. I hate that is all, which is the most pretentious way to end a tweet. Oh, <laughs> that is all. I didn't know what you meant as the first time, like yeah. announcement. Yeah. I like pancakes. That is all. Right. <laughs> you think it don't, don't you think it's maybe a joke though when they're saying that, or you think it's meant? It is a joke, yeah. but but it's meant to give you a punchline. To something that you should just write a funny punchline oh, for. Oh, okay. It's like a Has generic. People can't think of something to end yeah. their tweet on. They uh, they do that. And that stuff. is all. Um, I hate no words. No words. Well, you Retweet. Have you have two. No words. Right. Tweet. No words. That's two words. No words. <laughs> and then you have to retweet Lindsey Graham. Retweet. No words. Uh, um, I hate. There's only three more here. I hate okay. all the candy. I hate that. All of it? Well, you know, when someone's eating candy, they have a little candy buffet at work, and they take a picture of it, and oh. they share. They go, all the candy. Hate it. Hmm. Um, I hate, yes. That's oh, yes. Oh, I did that. I did, I'm did. i guilty of doing that. Well, I'm everyone guilty. is. I'm, I'm yeah. absolutely guilty. Okay, so, someone complimented me on it. They thought it was funny that I was doing that. Okay, so, yeah, right. Because I think it's because I'm old, too old to do that. Right, I'm like, out of the I'm out of the target audience. There. This week, <laughs> this week in in uh, section one, they all wore pink, and I was like, okay, fine. So it's a Mean Girls reference, right? And then the next day, I realized that's what it is. So I came back to class. And I was like, why didn't anybody tell me 
why everyone was wearing pink. And they're like, well, you didn't know? And I go, no, because I'm not 18. <laughs> and then they laughed. But I, but I didn't know. But I guarantee yeah. you there were people in the class who didn't know. Just one student or two students got excited about it and convinced everyone else yeah. to go along with it. So there's not like it's not like every single person knows that reference. I just know it because uh, my wife really likes that movie. So. Yes. <laughs> okay, so so yes is spelled Y A S S S S S S S S S S. And I'm just gonna say that I know I know somebody who instead of ha ha writes he he, and it's H E H E. I think they mean he he, which would be two e's. Yeah. But it's he he, and that just looks like Harvey Weinstein entered the room to right. me. It's creepy. And my last one, <laughs> the last one on my list is. Asking for a friend. So when you tweet, uh, anyone know what the best online dating app is? Asking for a friend. Ha, 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 ha. I right. just hate it. When you really know that you're asking for themselves. Right, right? exactly. Well, and I, I was going to say, where can I, ma- where, where can I make new friends? Asking for a friend. Right. I was going <laughs> to tweet, because I don't have any friends, right. and I'm asking for a friend. But, right, so I, I hate I, all of them. I've got a couple here. And these are okay. uh, built as, in, well, this is knowing words and phrases. Are we going to are we gonna ch- choose the worst one at the end yes, of all? Yes, let's okay, do so that. Let's absolutely do that. So, um, and, and mine, when let's we discussed discuss it with me, with me the other day, mine was wheelhouse. Oh. That's in my wheelhouse. So that's not in my wheelhouse. That's true. I hate that. Um, and that's, again, a phrase. Actually, it's a phrase that was used a lot on The Apprentice. <laughs> Speaking to Donald Trump, back in the day, I was watching The Apprentice, and they kept saying that every single, oh, he didn't know how to do it. That's not in his wheelhouse. Well, he's a freaking baseball player on uh. this game show. Only thing that's going to be in his wheelhouse are his inside baseball skills. Um, <laughs> not but, inside baseball. Right. Oh, it's uh, inside but, baseball. Oh, you just remind me. Threw me under the bus as The Apprentice, that's too. That's very much oh, the and, and it's also much, a lot of any, any reality TV show that involves voting somebody out, or oh. that usually is happening because Big Brother's like that as well. Okay, so this is coming from 22words.com. Um, and this is 30 of the most annoying words and phrases, starting with sorry, not sorry. Oh. <laughs> yes, that's yeah, correct. That's pretty bad. Or keep calm and insert random oh. thing that has nothing to do with keeping calm. Hate that's, it. that's a bit of a meme to keep yeah. calm and carry on. But most um, most memes fall into these categories. Yes, absolutely. Like the occasional one comes along where you're like, well, that was actually creative, but it's rare. Everything happens for a reason. Oh. Uh, cray cray. Oh, yeah, that's awful. <laughs> cray cray. That's something my kids say, and they, yeah. say, it, they say it jokingly, like they yeah. know they're saying something stupid. Yeah, that, that's different. And making fun of all of these is okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, you just have to find your passion. Oh. Kenton, don't you know that? Kenton, you have to find your passion. Well, then, well, the cream always rises. <laughs> so. Literally. 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 Is that in the list? Yes. Oh, God. Literally. Yeah, misused. And very much. And yeah. people, it's so much misused that I think the word yeah. literally has actually come to mean figuratively. Like, it, it, liter- yeah. it, it literally, see, I just did it. it. I just did it. It is crossed the barrier. People say literally when they are not ma- meaning literally, ever. Oh. I don't. I can't think of an example where somebody's used that word in a sentence and it's mean. It's meant what it actually means. So there you go. Oh, that is that is all. I love it. And my favorite use of literally is I literally pulled it out of my ass. Is one of my favorite <laughs> ones. Oh, totes. Yeah. Totes. What's that? Totally. Totes. Oh, yuck. Totes. Totes, bro. How do you spell that? T o t e s. Totes. Oh, to- oh, yeah. yuck. Amaze balls. Oh, that's horrible! Or awesome sauce. Those have gone away in recent yeah, years. Yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. this is this is kind of a dated thing. Uh, I, oh, this is always one of our favorites. I could care less. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I couldn't care less. Yeah. 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 Uh, my bad. Oh, that's disgusting. 
I remember we we uh, I remember hearing an instructor say like who else is bad might, might it be when you say my yeah, right, bad right, right, right. it's like was there some confusion about whose bad it was yeah. like nope we're talking uh, about annoying tweets is really what it is right no is, is well, there's more tweets or is it other no stuff? the only way she knew how is a journalism yeah and inside baseball I don't see that online I see people I hear oh, people look, saying this is on here this is it on there yeah right there this so much this too much this yeah yeah. Yes. Oh, you're you're in line with oh this. Oh my God. Yes is on here. Hubby, wifey, bay. Oh, that is true. That's yeah. horrible. Thank you, Captain Obvious. I like that. I like Captain Obvious, especially since those uh, those ads for Hotels.com has Captain Obvious in it. I think it's a funny bit. But but I actually think they could do more with Captain yes, Obvious. They, could. They, they they I think they missed the whole fun of what that character could be. He should only say things that are painfully obvious and irritate everybody around him. But, but he's kind of just Captain Bland. Well, he, he started out that way, yeah. and then now they've kind of taken him in a direction where he he comes more becomes more of a corporate shill for the for the brand. The, right. the, the the gimmick is that what he's saying is obvious. They have the best prices or whatever it is. It is obvious. Uh, and and he's saying that to them, which is why he's Captain Obvious. But it becomes, um, yeah, they're not the things he is saying are not as obvious as they should be. Right. right, it should be painfully, yeah. exaggeratingly, painfully yeah. obvious. Every last thing he says, like a goat just walked by, because they they have that one where he's got the goat with him. I don't that's know. Right. What he's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. It's yeah. becoming more of a visual gag. Yeah. They put him in his. He's got his full, full captain's uniform, and uh, and uh, he's in a hot tub or something like that. That's become the the gimmick yeah. on that that series. But there you go. So we have a lot of different phrases. Let us know what your most hated phrases online are. You can tweet at us at yeah. Dan Batabonker, at Kenton Larson, or or go to our Facebook page or our Facebook group, um, which uh, we had a lot. We have a lot of fun over that Facebook group. We had some discussion uh, last week about the Bumblebee trailer that came out last week. So, oh yeah, um, yeah. If you just search Media Nerds and Star Wars Nerds on Facebook, you can find our group there, and uh, and you can request to be added and join the discussion. So, are we going to choose one? Yeah. What was your okay. least favorite one? Well, I like your wheelhouse. I think that needs to be in there because it's so it's it is horrible. Yeah. It's grading and horrible, and yeah. it's outdated too. Wheelhouse. Um, what was the best one from the list? I think I think you? sorry not sorry is my my most hated there, one. That's wheelhouse that... sorry not sorry, and which one should I choose from my list? Yes. No, hang on. Let me see. See that is all has a kind of like ugh, has a has a has a <laughs> I'm important quality to it that I just find horrible. Yeah. Let me just see. Like I don't see birthday twin enough to hate it as much as some of these other. And we stuff. found a, we found a pretty good Ooh. use for it actually. Yeah, like, that's true. If your birthday twin is a hated dictator, it's actually kind of funny. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, I think it's between that is all or asking for a friend. Okay. Which one do you hate most? I, I hate that is all more. Okay, so let's say it's between that is all, not in my wheelhouse, and sorry, sorry, not, sorry, sorry. not sorry. Oh, let me think about that. <laughs> Sheesh. What are we going to do with this list? Oh, maybe. Should we, I'll tell you what. Maybe we should tweet out these three finalists. There we go. And someone can choose their most hated. Yeah, okay. maybe. or may, how, many, how many options can you do? Like four, I think. All right, so I'll be tweeting that out. Okay. And, or are you going to tweet it out from Media Nerds? We'll do that as well. You know, I'll right. just retweet you, right. whatever. And so we'll get we'll report back and let everybody know what the uh, findings are. So if you want to participate in that poll, go to our Twitter account. I think I'll tweet it. I'll tweet it. I'll tweet, I'll, tweet it. Tweet it, all right. I'll tweet it out when our podcast is up. Oh, sure. And then sure, people sure. can listen to the conversation. Um, all right, let's finish up with some recommendations for the week. You go first because I need to narrow mine right. down. Well, I've been under going on you may have noticed on social media i've given myself a challenge for the month of october and that challenge is to watch 
31 horror movies that I have not seen before in 31 days. That's so amazing. I've, I've been, uh, and, and part of the reason for me doing this is because um, I tend to uh, write off horror movies almost every time. I love the genre. I love good horror movies, but there are so few good horror movies out there that 90% of the time, if I watch a horror movie, it's going to be awful and I hate it. And I end up feeling bad about myself after I watch the movie. I'm like, that was just a waste of time. So that's most of them when I watch. So I'm like, well, you know what? I know there's good ones out there. I just, I'm, I'm passing them by. I'm not looking at them because they look lame or something like that. And so I'm like, oh, I'll just do this. I, it, it kind of was a coincidence. I was kind of scrolling through. I'm still in the, I'm still in the kind of prime video, um, Amazon prime mode. I'm really big on that. Um, season three, I was wrong, by the way, when I said it was only one season of The Man in the High Castle. Season three drops today Ooh. of The Man in the High Castle. So we're into three seasons. And while I was waiting for that to drop, I was scrolling through their horror movie section. And I saw they had Wolf Cop. Wolf Cop is a independent film. It was made in Regina, Saskatchewan. Uh, very uh, lo low budget, although the practical effects are excellent for what it is. And basically, it's kind of a horror comedy about um, a local, and it's set in the U.S. They have southern accents and everything, but it's clearly shot in Regina. You recognize a lot of it. Um, and it's about this, uh, you know, kind of down and out. It reminds me a lot of the, the sheriff from uh, Stranger Things, you know, drinking and, and smoking. It's kind of rough. Uh, uh, alcoholic guy and he's kind of a, a loser um, and so he comes into work and then he gets involved in some sort of a cult thing or something like that there's magic involved and he turns into a werewolf that he becomes a werewolf at that point but he does manage to retain his intelligence and is able to speak so that's that's the joke is that he he's a he's a wolf cop and when he's a, when but somehow be turning into a werewolf makes him take his job as a copy more seriously. It's pretty funny. Wow. So and and the, it's got lots of good gore. The the biggest uh, uh, slights I have against it are that um, the acting isn't great in places. Of course, it's kind of an independent film, so it's very uh, not great acting. And also their digital effects are awful. Like it's stuff that you would not expect to see in a film of this caliber. So practical effects awesome, digital effects horrible, but still pretty funny. So I would recommend watching Wolf Cop. Awesome. Give it a shot. And there's another one. There's actually a wolf cop, or it's called another wolf cop. And these guys are kind of making the con round, so I might bring them in for FanQuest. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're great. They're they're local filmmakers out of Regina, and they make all kinds of awesome movies like this. Great recommendation. So um, I'm going to recommend, I've been catching up with The Good Place on uh, Netflix. Yes. Season two yes. is now up here in Canada. And, uh, and it's season four. Three is starting up on it is, TV. It's already underway. I looked. Okay. At, I was like, now that I'm done season two, let me check season three, and I missed the premiere. Oh. So I was like, so I checked iTunes. It's like two dollars and ninety nine cents. Oh, come on, like, guys. I was like, like uh, why? I guess I'll pay it. But but no, but no, that's stupid. It should be know. on the website of the network that is or airing. It might that. be actually. I, I, oh, but but NBC's famous for blocking. Well, the, the thing is, they, they put it up for like a couple of days. I know, and then it's like, whoop, yeah. you missed your chance. Now you have to pay for it or whatever, which is bull. They should keep everything from that season up. Yeah, because you might want to catch up at any time, and they're just turning people away. Well, plus I'm a subscriber; I'm paying for that exactly thing. So, yeah. so I am paying, but uh, but I don't have it available on demand, unfortunately. But us, uh, but what I liked about season two, like I sort of, I really enjoyed season one, but I was kind of like, where are they ever going to take this? And season two is actually surprisingly delightful. It goes by like super fast it's like one of the it's a, the show the each episode is like 22 minutes or whatever so it goes by super fast i've seen a couple episodes yeah yeah ted danson is absolutely a delight he gets better and better as it goes along and uh i and there's at least one episode where they get into ethical quandaries that we talk about when i do pr ethics in my class Ooh. so i was kind of like 
well, isn't this still isn't doesn't this back up? I love when that even, happens. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's like the SWAT nice. scene from uh, Silicon yeah. Valley. That that love that. Yeah, something you can use in class now. It's, Here's I, a current reference and, that backs up what I'm saying. And I do, as a matter of fact. Where he's like, I just pulled out my. I'll, let me just pull out my SWAT board here. It's, it's very funny. And I also like that it's the nerdiest guy on the show. Right, who right, does right. It. right. It's perfect. All right. And 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 I think I do believe he pulls out the SWAT board and. Uh, one of the characters says, fuck you, just ba- just based on seeing he, he it. He says, I'd like yeah. to swat you. That's oh, is that what he, he says? Yeah, oh, I thought right. he said, just goes, fuck you. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, either one is funny. Um, yes. But but so I really recommend The Good the Place. The Good Place. Okay, Inter- yeah. Like I said, I'd Light watched, and enjoyable. I'd yeah. watched a few episodes and just didn't get – I understand the premise of yeah. it. And I watched the first couple episodes, and it was funny and good. And I didn't really have time at that point. But if it's on Netflix and I can catch up and then – Try to catch up to this season. I'll I'll uh, I'll do it. It gets more enjoyable as it goes along. What's, what network is that on in Canada? I think it's NBC. No, but in Canada, I don't think I don't think anybody picks it no, up. No, somebody's got to have it. I don't. I, I don't bet know. you. I bet well, you it's not on demand, so that's usually a first. The first sign that no Canadian carrier has it. Really? Yeah, maybe. I think maybe City TV. What do you got to do to get a show with Ted Danson in on, on Canadian television? Yeah. yeah, no kidding. Somebody's got to have it. I don't know. Are you checking? Yeah. Oh, Murphy Brown is on CDTV. Middle, million little things. CDTV gets all the dregs. They really do. They do not get... Oh, well, they have Modern Family. Yeah, they, but it's they like put season all their 14. Money, they put all their money Lethal Weapon with... Ah! Stifler's on Lethal... I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Stifler's on Lethal Weapon now. Well, did you hear uh, uh, Mr. Wayans dropped out this week? He's oh. like, I'm, he's like, oh. I'm not coming oh. back. Okay, well, it doesn't appear to be on this channel. Anyway, we'll find out what it is. I but, don't. Uh, I, I do not believe it's simulcasting. Oh Canada. wow! I don't okay. think so. So you, then, is, there is really no way to get it. Because if you were to go to CTV, CTV has it up there. Sometimes. Well, you know, one of the apps might have it. I should. I might have spoken too soon. You know how, like, you know, we have the Canadian versions of Netflix. Right, right, right. Which, like, the less we say about them, the better. Yeah. But that could be on one of those. Okay. I don't know. Cool. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Media Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vadabonker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the door hit you on the ass. Oh,